Today, we are joined by Sonia Charday. What's your last name? I forgot. Mixon. Mixon. And we are on Zoom, so if there's some technical difficulties, I'll let you know. And do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I am a mother. Um, I have a 12, almost 13 year old son named Katim. Um, and I recently just left corporate America and started my own business for the second time. Um, I have a lifestyle brand that works on helping women and um, particularly women of color kind of use their voice and their experiences to heal and figure out what their purpose is. Um, and then with that, I'm doing kind of a lot of different branches off of that. I'm working on um, writing a book and some other things, but um, I'm really passionate about wellness and I love plants. Um, I love whiskey. I'm very passionate about my family and them being secure and safe. And I'm really big on food um, and luxury, incorporating luxury into my life however I can. It's like a big thing I'm into right now. I guess that's it. Is that enough? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. So, today I'll ask you a few questions, and then I'll I'll open the floor for you to ask me some questions. So, okay. how does how does anxiety show up in your life? Um. So it shows up in a few ways. Um, one of the ways is just causing me to overly worry about things. Um, things that probably won't ever happen. Also, um, so in, in a resu- as a result of you worrying about things that probably won't ever happen, I tend to get very nervous about things or overthink. Um, I plan things to the very minute detail because I want to feel like I have control over my life um, because the anxiety makes me feel like I don't have control. Um, so like I'm like an obsessive list writer and let's say I have a plan to do something um, important. Um, I'll always have like six other backup plans in case that first plan doesn't work out, which normally it does work out, but it still is very hard for me to accept that it will work out. So I like to have plans. Um, also, it, it tends to, it can be very exhausting because I, I don't have them as much now, but I used to have panic attacks really often. Um, and so that is really physically exhausting so um with a panic attack for me in particular it would just cause me to feel like like an elephant was on my chest and like i couldn't breathe um my head would start hurting i would start sweating and i would just get very agitated and irritable um because sometimes you know they tell you to do like deep breathing and stuff like that but that doesn't always work um so that would just have like a constant like angst in my chest and so sometimes i'm constantly worrying about if that's going to happen um, so I'm always on edge. Uh, and then I think, yeah, I think with the worrying and, and kind of wanting to control things, it makes me sometimes weary of trusting, you know, people just say like, trust the process or trust everything will be fine. Um, I have a really hard time doing that sometimes because I'm always worrying about what could go wrong. Sorry, I'm sorry to hear about the the anxiety attacks. It sounds really That's intense. Okay. 
Yeah, it can be bad, but um, for some reason they've been better lately. I think because I'm not working in white corporate America, maybe. Um, they've they've been less frequent and less um intense over the past six months. So I'm grateful for that. And you said you work in white corporate America. Like what? How how has that impacted your anxiety so far? Um, well, I don't work in white corporate America anymore. I left corporate America in June of this year. Um, but when I was working in white corporate America, it um, I just always kind of felt like a like a tension, like a heavy a heavy weight on my shoulders. Um, I felt pressures to always be performing well, um, to always meet metrics, to always like meet the quota for what the minimum productivity was. Um, and then knowing in the back of my mind that my white female coworkers who had less experience than me um, and less education than me made more money than me, um, just kind of knowing all those different things. And then just, I had seen scenarios where white people were treated differently, um, you know, more, more favoritism for, let's say, something they did that was worse than something I did and they would get, you know, no, no, um, no reprimanding. Whereas like maybe I would be late one day but they would just totally like be late and not even show up for the day and it would be cool for them but me being two minutes late was like a huge deal and like I would get written up for that um so that that caught me to constantly be in a in a state of anxiousness and like worry because I'm a single mother so my income you know is supporting both my son and myself and I have a lot of siblings I'm an oldest out of um on my mom's side, there's five of us, so I help, was helping a lot of them with college and other expenses that they needed. So it was that constant worry of, like, what if something goes wrong at work? What am I going to do if I lose my job? Um, all of those things. Um, so that that definitely had a big effect on my anxiety. Um, since I've left corporate America, I tried to give myself the freedom to not have to, like, be productive all the time. And to like allow myself to have days where I don't do a whole lot or to sleep in and stay up later um, than I would if I was working a regular nine to five or eight to four thirty or whatever. Um, so that's helped me some, but I sometimes feel a lot of guilt about what I should or shouldn't be doing to be productive. So I have to constantly remind myself that like just being alive on a particular day is enough. Like that's enough of things to accomplish if I don't do anything else. Um, so that sometimes helps me worry less about my productivity, but not all the time. Okay. I'm, I don't really know much about corporate America, so... Good. I hope you never have to learn about it. Yeah. It sounds, sounds very intense and very racist. Yes, as is our entire country. But, um, but yeah, it, it, can, it can be very racist. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're working to make a rich, old white man richer. So, in my personal life, I worked for a Medicaid health insurance company. So, the person who owned the whole company, he, owned, he owns health insurance plans all over the U.S. So, like, that was, that also pissed me off, too, because it's like, you don't need, like, Y'all could be paying us way more. Like, the guy was, like, a billionaire. So, um, mm. yeah, I don't recommend it. Yeah. But I think your generation is much more smart, much smarter and more autonomous than mine is. 
um, you guys are like setting your own rules and following your own paths much earlier. So hopefully um, a lot of people your age and younger won't have to go through those experiences. Y'all are just way smarter than us. Way more self-aware. And my second question was, how do you manage your anxiety? Um, if you okay, do. so I manage it in different ways. So um, I try to create a list um, because when I have a list and I'm able to check stuff off the list, that kind of helps me feel, again, like I'm in control of the situation, like I'm in control of what I'm accomplishing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put stuff on the list that's like stuff I'm going to do, like I'm going to brush my teeth every day. And I'm going to eat breakfast, but I put that on the list anyway so that I can cross it off because that helps me feel more in control. Um, I meditate, but to be honest, I don't do it as often as I should. Um, at one point, I was doing it like every morning, and that helped me a lot. But then I fell off, and it's sometimes when I fall off a routine, I get so overwhelmed about the fact that I fell off the routine. And I obsess about that, but I don't actually start the routine back because I'm too busy being mad about the fact that I haven't had the routine mm-hmm. set up um meditation doesn't help um also i try to like do uh, mindful eating like where you're holding a piece of food or something and like focusing on all the sensations about the food as opposed to focusing on the thoughts in your head so that helps me calm down um and um i use marijuana as a way to calm down um when it gets really bad um and that helps a lot and um, I also sometimes try to like write about my thoughts because um, sometimes as I'm writing them, I notice that like it kind of like gives them less, like they're less real because I'm writing, I'm getting them off of my mind and onto the paper. So that helps me, like I'll just like write a stream of conscious about all the things I'm worrying about or all the things I'm upset about or the things that are making me anxious. Mm-hmm. And that will help as well. And then I do see a therapist um, once a month. That, those are very good, like, managing, I don't, I don't know the exact words, but, like, management. Coping skills? Yeah, coping skills. Thank you. Yeah, I tried, because before I wasn't doing anything to manage them, and it was, um, it wasn't a good place for me, but now I'm trying to be more mindful of, like, taking better care of myself. Um, like preventatively as opposed to waiting until things get really bad and then force myself to take care of myself so I'm trying to get in the habit of doing things on a regular basis mm-hmm. yeah like like and back to like what you were saying like about how deep breaths don't really work like I would say for me like they don't work in the moment mm-hmm. like but like when I'm when I'm feeling anxious and really angry, but like, what if I'm like super calm or not as anxious? Help deep breaths will help me feel calmer sometimes. Not always, yeah. but sometimes. Yeah, I think you can't you can't wait till you're like at a ten about to explode. You have to do it when you're like yeah. five, and then they'll help. But if you're too if you're too far up the ladder, it won't. For, for me it doesn't help yeah and like 
at school they they're doing like a mindful moment every mm-hmm. every day so that kind of helps me what does that include the mindful moment it's like uh, sometimes it's like deep breaths sometimes it could be like like stretching or tai chi but it's different like every day okay that's really cool that they do that at school yeah and then my third question was what advice do you have for young people and and oh well young people with anxiety and people just now discovering they have anxiety whether it's depression or anxiety or schizophrenia or whatever that we don't talk about it and a lot of times when we don't talk about it it makes us and other people feel like they're the only ones living with those experiences and that's not true there's so many people that have anxiety or any mental health challenge and I think the more we talk about it thus it becomes this private type of thing and the more it becomes like something like blood pressure or having we're having to wear glasses like it just it shouldn't really be a big deal of things that we don't talk about it's just a part of our life it doesn't have to define who we are it doesn't have to limit who we are um it's just a part of something that we have that manifests in our body so i think that um people should definitely talk about it more or let people know what they're going through um let people know how they can help you because i think people generally want to help others but we can't help each other if we don't know what the other person needs and then um for sure like see a therapist if that might be helpful to you and when you realize that you have anxiety whether you're an adult that just realized you have it or you're a kid that has it I think it's important to like take charge of figuring out how you can manage it for yourself because everybody can't manage it the same way but especially if you're a young kid and you realize you have anxiety like at the age of 10 or 12 or whatever um that's a lot younger than most adults realize that they can still have a prime chance in your life to figure out what works for you so that you can have more control over it um, so you won't feel like it's overtaking your life. That's deep. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, I just just want people to know that it doesn't have to control anything that you accomplish. Yeah. That's That's a great lesson. I agree with you. Do you have any questions for me, or? Yeah, um, so I was really excited to see that you started a podcast, but I was wondering, like, um, if you were going to incorporate any other, are you only focusing on anxiety, um, or will you incorporate other, other mental health challenges down the line? Um, I, I was going to start with anxiety, but mm-hmm. I'll try, I'll, like, work towards other other cha- mental health challenges in the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And um, do you have, do you have, is there, I've listened to your first one, and I know that you just wanted to kind of do it to kind of just talk about it and have have your story be out there, have other people's stories be out there. Do you have, is there another reason why you decided you wanted to do a podcast, or was it just you just finally being brave enough to just do it? 
Um, well, I would say the main reason I started the podcast was like, I don't know if I already said this in the first episode, but my main reason was like, oh, you can't hear me. Okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, so I was saying the, like, the main reason for me starting the podcast would probably be, like, would probably be, like, to teach people about anxiety and other mental health issues, or challenges, rather. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it's it's very powerful, in my opinion, to see a young black boy, soon to be a young black man, to be speaking about out about these issues. Um, and that's what I meant when I said like you guys' generation is just much more self aware than I think my generation is. I don't think I would have. I don't know myself or any of my friends or acquaintances that I knew at the age that you were that would have been like strong enough and brave enough to do something like this and just speak out about something that's taboo so I'm just I'm very proud of you you should be very proud of yourself too it's a it's a big deal thank you you're welcome any other questions or um I don't think so okay I'm out of questions too Okay. Well, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to see where you go with this. All right. Thank you for joining. Sure. Have a good rest of your day, boo. You too. Bye. Bye.